listening to episode 5 of Random Stats, a podcast created and produced by the Montgomery County Archives in Montgomery County, Alabama. This episode is the last in our series, History in Plain Sight. In this episode, we will analyze post-Civil War African-American marriage records that we previously introduced in episode 1 of our series. During slavery, southern states prohibited slaves from marrying. However, many African-Americans during slavery married anyway by jumping the broom. Jumping the broom was and continues to be a ritual performed at African-American weddings. Jumping the broom consists of a couple jumping over a broomstick after the wedding ceremony. The ritual signifies the couple's entrance into a new life and their creation of a family by symbolically sweeping away their formalized problems and concerns and entering upon an adventure as wife and husband. Although slave marriages were not legally recognized by the states or sanctioned by the church, records of the marriages exist, including oral histories and plantation records. Slaves often sought permission from their masters to marry, who usually approved seeing the marriages as a method to increase their slave holdings and wealth. Owners could and did sell off spouses and their children with impunity. In the years following the Civil War, Southern states legitimized the marriages of African Americans who married during slavery. The Freedmen's Bureau also played a part in the recording of the marriages of former slaves, as well as seeing that the former slaves were legally married. In the states they had yet to establish laws allowing former slaves to marry, the Bureau issued marriage licenses and registered the marriages of freedmen. The Bureau also provided a host of other services to freedmen, including providing food, clothing, medical attention, support for education, as well as the negotiating and reviewing of labor contracts. African American marriage records provide information helpful to genealogists, such as the names of the persons involved, including the bride and groom, the location and date of the marriage, and the person who conducted the ceremony. When used in conjunction with other records, such as slave-backed mortgages and estate files, genealogists can begin to map the life of an enslaved and formerly enslaved person. For example, during the writing of this script, we hypothesized that if we searched the Montgomery County Archives marriage records for the names of enslaved people mentioned in other records like the estate files of slave owners, we would find matches. Our hunch proved true, as during the search, we discovered the marriage record of a former slave named Frank Carter, who was previously owned by Alexander Carter. We found Frank listed in the estate files of Alexander Carter, and through the marriage records, we found Frank after slavery. These records have been microfilmed and are available for view at the Montgomery County Archives. If you want to learn more about or view these records, please feel free to come by our office. The Montgomery County Archives is located at 101 South Lawrence Street and is open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on weekdays. No research appointment is necessary. Also, be on the lookout for our African-American Genealogy Workshop, hosted by Frazine Taylor. The workshop will take place on February 13, 2018 at 10 a.m. at the Rufus A. Lewis Branch Library. Due to limited space, registration is required. To register, please call the library at 334-240-4848. Thank you for listening to our series, History in Plain Sight. Please join us for our next podcast, which we will discuss archives or local history-related topics. This has been Episode 5 of In the Stacks, and the final episode of the series, History in Plain Sight. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next time.